Life is going to give you challenges, struggles. It's going to force you to face your fears. Even though these may feel like your worst enemy, in truth, these are actually your greatest allies. My name is Lance Isios. Welcome to the University of Adversity. Hey, everybody. Before we get into today's episode, I want to share with you a company and a product that I am super excited about that I have personally used and had incredible results from. And I think you will too. The company is called HVMN and the product is called Ketone IQ. You can find them at hvmn.com. Like I said, it's called Ketone IQ. They have a few products, but this is the one I'm going to speak to right now. I have been fascinated with the ketogenic diet over the years and figuring out is keto right for me or is burning carbs right for me? And for those of you that don't know the difference, we're either burning sugars, which is carbs, or burning fat, which is ketones. In order to get into ketosis, it's usually a difficult process. I want to keep this as simplified as I can for you guys. A lot of people try the, keto, the ketogenic diet, but they're not able to withstand the discomfort that it takes to get into it. Sometimes you have to fast for a couple of days, eat a lot of fat, and so on. But now... This product allows you to have drinkable ketone shots that gets you there right away, fast, without having to do like a crazy long fast. I know it sounds a little bit crazy. And believe me, I've tried so many different supplements out there from MCT oils to exogenous ketones to ketone esters, all of it. This product is the best. And here's why. I, dur during my 75 hard journey, I really wanted to try out the different diets. I personally love eating meat, fruit, eggs. That's like my, probably my, my favorite diet for sustainability while I travel. But when it comes to cognitive function and body composition goals, weight loss, if I want to lose body fat and I really want to be dialed in, there's no better diet for me. Or there's no better lifestyle than being on the ketogenic diet. Now, this is sometimes challenging to sustain because there's so much junk out there that, um, especially in these bars that we eat, you go to Whole Foods, a lot of it's junk. A lot of this oils that are in it, it's junk. It's hard to stay in that zone. But with these guys, they have these, these bottles where you can pour little shots of these ketones when you're... Um, either before a workout or during a workout, it'll give you that boost and it'll take away that hunger instantly. And I tried this. I went on a, in a fasted state. I was boxing. I was doing two workouts a day with 75 hard. And I would use this product and I would literally be in a fasted state the entire day doing two workouts. Now, I don't recommend doing this for the average person, but if you're an athlete and you want to achieve high performance, I encourage you to, to push your body to the limits. And that's what I did. So I would work out and then I go boxing and I, and I'd be scared because, oh man, I didn't, I, I'm super low on my carb storage right now. I, I, I haven't had any carbs and I've been training a lot. So I would, I would be afraid to go do a high intense workout like boxing. But then I had a shot or two, two doses of this. And I immediately was like, wow. Okay. And it was just enough to get me through the workout. And I'm talking high intensity as well. Normally, when I'm in the ketosis state, I run out of energy. So I almost need a little bit of carbs if I'm training hard. This product really helped me a lot. And not only was it, did it help me with my fitness goals, I leaned out a lot, but it helped me with my cognitive function. Now, I love eating carbs. I love training and eating carbs as well. But like I said earlier, sometimes it takes away my mental focus. So this, like say I wanted to do a podcast, I would have this with some tea or a coffee and I was just dialed in. Okay. So if you guys are curious about the ketogenic diet um, and, or you, and you're, you're curious about how to get into that um, state of burning ketones versus carbs, this is the product to check out. I highly recommend it because there's a lot of things out there I've tried. A lot of them are junk. Some of them are good. There's no caffeine in this or anything like that. And it really just 
gets to the source and helps you achieve that. So when I use these, I was like, wow, these, these things are amazing. Like, I don't say that lightly because I've literally treated myself like a human guinea pig and tried it all. And sometimes I'm like, man, this stuff doesn't work. And, but this stuff, I really noticed it. The problem is I went through it so fast. It, <laughs> it, it went quick. And because it's so high quality, it's not the most, it's not the cheapest product, but you're paying for quality. And I want to offer this to you guys for 10% off at checkout. And I really want to hear how you feel about this because if you're anything like me, you really want to achieve optimization. And as we talk about, you know, what it takes to overcome adversity, you got to be operating. Your vessel needs to be operating at peak performance because life can get challenging sometimes, our mindset, all of it. And if we can have things that can help us stay focused, stay high energy, it's going to help us move through the adversity. And so I, I only like to promote products that I feel really help me and that I think would help you. So go grab some Ketone IQ. These guys are awesome. Go HVM, HVMN.com, Ketone IQ, enter the code Lance at checkout for 10% off. That's L-A-N-C-E for a 10% discount at checkout. Go to HVMN.com, Ketone IQ, enter the promo code Lance at checkout for 10% off. I promise you, you won't be disappointed and I freaking love these products. Hey everybody, welcome back to University of Adversity. I'm your host, Lance Isios. Welcome to today's solo episode that we're bringing for you today. A lot of life updates going on, and I wanted to just jump on and do a solo celebratory episode because we just hit 400 episodes the other day, and I didn't get the episode recorded in time to do it as episode 400. So whether this is episode 402 or 403 or 401, doesn't matter. I still want to honor that we've done this for, it's going to be four years, the first week of December. So when this airs, it'll be four years since we started the podcast. And it's really crazy to think about. 400 episodes started. I think the kickoff date was like December 2nd or December 5th of 2018. We released four episodes. And then it was off to the races. You know, we started out with doing two episodes and then I beefed it up and I went to three episodes. And then after a while, it became a lot because I felt like all I was doing was interviewing people. It was great, but I was like, you know, sometimes three interviews a day, sometimes we'd stack up nine interviews in a week. And then I was like, okay, time to take a little bit of a, a break. So we went down to two. And then, you know, with leading up to this book and everything, I probably, should have done more episodes, but I didn't have the capacity to do as many as I did in the past. So I just went down to one and the plan was to do one and then a solo episode, but you know, things happened. So we went down to one and now we're back to one episode. But what I really want to do is do more solo episodes as well as the guest. And that's kind of my goal. But I also want to do a lot more content, a lot more videos on social media and really build more of my online presence. Because I think for the last four years, as crazy as it's been, you know, I've really opened up a space for the experts to come in and talk about what their expertise are at. And, you know, I facilitated the conversation, which is I'm so blessed for and I love it. But I think it's time for me after writing this book after, you know, doing this show for so long to really step into my own abilities and start doing more solo content on a consistent basis. And I'm committed to that. So I'm excited. I've grown so much in this, the last four years. And thank you to all of you who supported. I know a lot of you started in the beginning, but you know, probably most of you joined along the way and we've grown together. You know, we've been able to impact a lot of people. I've been able to interview some of the most inspirational, successful people on the planet, you know, it's pretty crazy. And I was thinking about what should I do to kind of honor 400 episodes? So what I did was I compiled my, the most memorable 20 guests. Now that was a tough one because I know some, 
Some were more somewhat deeper than others. Some had their own way of impact, but I wanted to take like the wow factor of getting the guest and then the wow factor of having them on and then them sharing their story. So it was tough, but I picked my top 20 and I'll go through a little bit today and about my team. They're going to do a mashup video with social media, not social media, social media, and we're going to do on a, and we're going to post that. So I'm looking forward to that. And um, this, this episode is really just to kind of honor and thank you everybody for being with me for this journey and whether this may be your first episode or you've heard a bunch. Thank you. Thank you so much. The book, you know, Mastering University, I got a bunch of copies I'm going to be sending out for watching this. That's the copy in my hand. It's this, that all was inspired from the growth of learning from so many people and learning and growing and figuring out where I sit in this world of creation. And I've realized that as I've leveled up with conversations and, and healing in my life, I've realized that there's a lot that I want to do. And this book was one of those things and wouldn't have been possible without the podcast, you know? So really, really special to honor that four years. And I remember a quick story for you. I remember sitting in, it was, I was living in an apartment with my ex-girlfriend at the time, 2018, Vancouver. We were living in this like big 23 floor apartment building and it was a one bedroom small apartment and i had this this walk-in closet from the bathroom that opened up and the owner had kind of turned it into like a desk office slash kind of cubby for clothes and it was really cool actually i was like wow this is cool and i set up my desk set up my working station and it was like it was like in this cubby so it was all enclosed and like my clothes were hanging up beside me. I had this like Edmonton Oilers jersey behind me. I had this big whiteboard of things. It was just so cool. And I remember being so excited because I love that idea of being on the radio or something like that, you know, like get to speak into a mic. I just felt it was so cool at the time. And I bought this Sil Blue Yeti mic and it was a really, it was awesome. And I had these like Bose headphones. So it was really cool to be able to like take those, plug them in and be able to hear the feedback of the mic and be like, oh, this is, this is the real deal. And the sound was really good in there. The sound was really good. It wasn't echoey. It was really, really solid. I actually would love to have a recording studio like that, but it was just humble beginnings starting in the closet. But the funny thing is, is even though it was in the closet, it's probably the best sound booth that I could have had. And I remember looking up and I had all these personal development books, Tools of the Titans. Or no, actually, I had that book in Australia, but I didn't bring it with me. I had Aubrey Marcus, On the Day, On Your Life. I had Russell, Brunton, Russell Brunson's Expert Secrets. And I just had a bunch of books above me. And I had these like, these like uh, essential oil lamps going around and spraying out nice smells and colors and I don't know. I was just so inspired by Joe Rogan's environment and just having a bunch of stuff and Gary V. I was like, this is what I'm going to set mine up as. So recorded it and uh, recorded a few episodes beforehand and then we got them out and that was it. At first, it was really funny because I thought, oh, I'm going to be Joe Rogan. I'm going to be millions of downloads overnight. It was crickets and it was a little bit I was a little bit sad at first because I was like, I had these expectations, but then I realized I don't give a shit. What do I got to lose? I just got out of the bartending industry. I'm new to this. Like, I'm just going to talk to people. I don't have anything to lose. I don't give a shit. And at that time, podcasting, there was a few, but it wasn't like it is now. And I just would like, even if I got in the early days, I spoke with somebody that intimidated me or something. I was like, I don't give a shit. This is just who cares? Like, what do I have to lose? But as I started to get more known and more, I started to kind of like, it changed a bit, but I still, I still had that attitude of like, I'm new, so it doesn't matter. But then eventually when I became more experienced, I was like, I can't say that anymore. Like I am experienced. So it just sort of evolved. And I tell one of these stories a little bit I've told in the past, 
I remember having some of these big guests and I remember being so nervous and actually Grant Cardone, who was in the top 20, many of you must know him. The guy's like everywhere, most known entrepreneur, real estate guy out there. I remember thinking when that, you know, when you open up the zoom and you click on the calendar, I remember thinking, getting like a sweat, like, oh shit, I hope he doesn't show up. And then I remember him opening the room and I was like, oh shit, here we go. And that mental challenge was something so powerful that I learned that when I overcame that, I was like, oh wow, I did it. And it built this confidence, right? And I started to do that and I started to feel like I was worthy to be there. And at first I didn't feel as much. And then I started these conversations really break down these barriers and then connect with these people of high status and start to just have these great conversations. And I tell people a lot of times the reason starting a podcast is so powerful is because you're forced to do these kind of things. You're forced to kind of step into that feeling of the unknown of you don't know what the person's going to say. You don't know how they're going to receive you. You don't know what to expect. And when you can do that and then it's like it's on and you know that you just got to step into your power, trust in your abilities, then it unfolds. The minute they think that you're not confident or that you you try and take yourself down, they, I, they can feel it. And I've done it before in the past. And I learned this when I was working in bars and restaurants. When you go to a table, you got to own your shit. They don't know that you're new. They don't know that you don't know everything. You just got to own it. And what I started to learn was that even though in the stories I was telling in my head, they didn't know that I was new. Well, they, they would have if they looked at the podcast, but they don't know what I know. So it's about kind of just saying, fuck it, test, try, testing in the abilities. And that's what it did. It really helped me. So I think that itself is really important for all of us. You know, for the listeners out there, I'm sure a lot of you, got a lot of entrepreneurs, coaches, different things. It's important to be able to have that confidence that we need so that we know that we belong at the table. And sometimes we don't have that. But the more times we do things like go into a, a meeting of a podcast and somebody of high status that we're nervous about, the more we realize like, oh shit, it's going to be okay, right? I'm going to learn these lessons and I'm going to grow. And every time I did that, I got that much more confident. So it was a big lesson. And it was one of the things over the last few years that, that helped me. So when I look back, I think about 400 episodes and it's pretty crazy, you know, pretty crazy. So that was a little bit about the beginning. People ask me, who's your most memorable guest, inspirational guest. And a lot of times, you know, there's a few answers, but in this in this episode, I'm going to kind of walk through and break down the 20 and why they're, why they made an impact. And then I'll let you know my most impactful one. And hopefully you'll get some value out of this. You know, before I get going and, and started, I uh, highly recommend that if you are somebody out there, you have a coaching business or a message or anything of that nature, starting a podcast is a great tool to build confidence to build your personal brand, to build your brand and to build these relationships. So even if it's small, start small, it's, it's almost essential now. And like I said, I haven't, I wouldn't be here without it. So reach out if you guys have questions about podcasts. So let's go into the top, let's go into the top 20. <laughs> these are no particular order. Okay. Now. I'll do my best. This is on the fly, by the way. Try not to make this too long, but this is a, this is going to be on the fly. I haven't rehearsed any of this. All right. So, no particular order. Number one, Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone is, like I just mentioned, massively successful. And when I landed him, it's a really funny story. I had tagged him in a story with Jordan Belfort, Wolf of Wall Street, and they were having a bit of a an altercation online. They had like a really awkward interview and Grant and him just didn't get along. And I made this funny meme 
of like these boxing gloves. Not a meme, but like a story on Instagram of them like fighting or something. I forget what it looked like, but then I tagged them and then Grant liked the post and I said, hey, I'd love to have you on the show. And he said, let's do it. And I was like, fuck yeah. I remember being so excited, but it was really hard to get it finally booked, but I had to like relentlessly follow up and take screenshots of him saying that and this and that. And finally it was booked and it was really cool because he's a super nice guy and I was inspired by his story. You know, he's addicted to drugs and then, you know, he was just able to create such an empire through relentless work ethic and his book 10X was, was just so powerful. Like, hold on, 10, what is, what is the full name of that book? The 10X rule, of course, <laughs> just re-listened to it the other day. But if you need to, if you need a book that's going to kick you in the ass and help you think past your limitations to go as bigger and better than you've ever been and you want to go, listen to this book and read it. He, it's so, it's so good. And I just, his Philosophy isn't for everybody, but if you do need a kick in the ass and you knew and you need to really think about your vision for the future and like sometimes we play down and play small, this one is like encouraging you to think massive and massive action, massive goals create the level of action you need. So there's a lot of great philosophy in there and that book is super powerful. So highly recommend it. We did that episode was number 127, but we re-released it with my new intro on number 362. So go check that out. I can't even listen to my original intro. So I wanted to re-did it when I wanted to redo it with the new intro. So that's that. Second, Mark Groves. Mark Groves is a human connection specialist. If you guys haven't listened to this, it was episode 395. Amazing. I mean, I did a we we had a video from two videos from that episode that we shared on social media that he shared to his millions of followers and they, and it went, got like more views than any video ever. And he's just the king of relationships and, and human connection. And he broke down just like the whole thing in such an elegant way about what happened with COVID and, and like questioning things and not from a place of like attack or fear, but real logical and real like heart centered stuff. And he's amazing, dude. So I highly recommend you guys check him out. Mark Groves. Yeah. You know, he's he's taken a lot of heat for his speaking about everything that's going on with the pandemic. That being said, you know, he's a master at relationships and helping people cultivate better relationships with their partner. So highly recommend checking him out. Number three, Dr. Paul Saladino, carnivore MD. I talked to this guy on episode 50, so this is way back in the day. I had heard Dr. Paul Saladino on Ben Greenfield's podcast, and he talked about the carnivore diet, about just having all meat and organs. And I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. And he's just, his information was so hard to ignore that I went deeper into his work, and I was like, this guy's amazing. But back then, he had like 200 followers on Instagram. Like seriously, and now he's got hundreds of thousands. He lost his account and then did it again with hundreds of thousands. And such a great guy. You know, we went into his story and I got him on the show before he just blew up. Since then, well, his Instagram name is Carnivore MD. He's he's blown up so much. He's been on Joe Rogan. His videos are viral. Him and the Liver King created supplements together. And he's everywhere. Carnivore MD's philosophy on nutrition with like the meat. And the organs and the fruit is, is, has taken off like crazy. You know, he's, he's cool because he's not dogmatic. He realized that a full animal based with organs and meat wasn't good for him. So he started to add carbs like fruit and honey and it's helped him. So he's, I'd love to bring him back for round two. He's just a tough guy to get a hold of now. Obviously he's high demand and his value and what he does is just massive. And I was grateful to have him on in episode 50. So check that out if you guys want. And that's a good one. Next one, Violano Marcus goes by Violano on Instagram. So many good things to say about her. I feature her in my book. I talk about her. I got to sit with Ayahuasca with her. She's Aubrey Marcus's amazing wife, amazing human. Talked about plant medicine, talked about herself and her story. And it was just a great episode altogether. So that happened to be episode number 333 333 make sure to check that out got some good traction on youtube and yeah it was it was great and she's just an amazing human so great music all of it so go check that one out 
Next one is Dean Graziosi. Dean Graziosi has been the king of sales and infomercials for decades. He's very close with Tony Robbins, who's like my number one dream guest who I want to get on the show, which I will at some point, just we'll see. But I got, I promoted his book and it was on the show and it was talked about underdogs and all these things. And we had a really good conversation. You know, I, I thought going into that, it was going to, he was going to be very like, he's so used to this and we weren't going to connect on a deep level, but we actually really did. And I really enjoyed it. He was a great guy. He told me I'd been asked questions he hadn't been asked. And yeah, it was, it was awesome. And I really, really enjoyed it. That was like a big thing as far as like social proof to be like, wow, Lance, you got Dean Graziosi. So that was cool. And yeah, that was episode 133. Lena Cardone, Grant Cardone's amazing wife. She's a badass. I loved her. She was an amazing conversation. Again, they live the 10X rule. They live the 10X lifestyle. They're absolutely crushing it. And she's amazing. So if you want to hear a powerful, badass businesswoman, go talk, go listen to that. That's number 138. Next one, Brad Lee. Real Brad Lee. So I was on his show, Dropping Bombs. June of 2021. We had an amazing conversation. Hell of a guy. Amazing dude. He's just growing like crazy on social media. He's just, his personal brand has got, it made him so much money. And he came on my show before I moved away at the end of 2021, episode 341. The conversation was different than going on his show. But again, we were in person. We went on his show. He came on mine and it was really useful. A lot of good stuff on there. So if you want to learn about what if you're an entrepreneur and you want to learn about the things that you need to do, like selling, creating content, all that, go check out that episode. Bradley is a badass. Next one, episode number 300, Dan Fleischman. Dan is like one of the most successful entrepreneurs, most one of the most giving people in the business. Like he's got so many charities and causes and he just gives back so much and he's just an amazing investor. He's just, his videos are so good. And, you know, he does so many things. I couldn't even label them all, but I really loved having a conversation with him. He's such an expert in so many areas and he came on the show and just dropped fire. And then he ended up being the, the head speaker for University of Adversity Summit that was in 2021. So amazing conversation. Dan Fleischman's awesome. Go check that one out. That was episode number 300. Joe DeSena. If you guys know the Spartan race, you guys know the, like the Spartan, you know, the Spartan race that they have. Sorry, I had a bit of a brain fart there. Yeah. So he's CEO of Spartan. So if you ever heard the Spartan race or anything like that, he's the guy. And he came on the podcast, episode 117. Great guy. You know, he came from, he was... Yeah, I believe he was working as a wise guy or like a, he was a, I don't know if you can't remember if he's in the mafia or he just came from like a really, like he was a gangster right? when he was young and hustling and then got into like kind of construction and I think with like pools and owned his own company. He was just crushing it. And then I think he got into Wall Street, but the guy's a freaking badass and had a great conversation with him. The unfortunate thing is the quality of that episode wasn't as good. Like the audio, I think he was in a weird room, but still pretty cool. And now he's blown up. So go check him out. Joe DeSena, episode number 117. Next one, Amberly Lago, dear friend of mine, wrote the forward of my book. You're watching this on YouTube. It's right here at the top. She's amazing. She gets such an inspirational story. She's been through so much and yet just keeps kicking ass, keep going. She's Host True Grit and Cra- Gr- True Grit and Grace podcast, and that's the name of her book. Also, very inspirational woman, and highly, highly recommend following her. That's episode number two eighty four. All right, next one, Tate Fletcher. Tate Fletcher was somebody that I had admired a lot. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and I really loved his his energy. I thought he was just such a cool dude. And he had caveman coffee. And I remember seeing him and Dave Asprey from Bulletproof kind of button heads. And it was a really interesting thing back then. This is like 2014. And I was always like, I love this guy. I love Tate Fletcher. And then eventually got him on the show during the pandemic. And we just had a fucking amazing conversation talking. It was right mid craziness of the pandemic too. Like it was nuts. Like we were talking about all kinds of shit. 
and very inter- entertaining. He was been, he's been in movies with Denzel Washington. He's been in the Mat- Matador. He's been in all kinds of stuff. Just look him up, Tate Fletcher. We'll, we'll put all these in the show notes and you know on a link to the episode. But you know also their social media that you can check out. But Tate's awesome, and I highly recommend checking him out. Checking out that episode, Theo Flurry. This is probably, if you were to pick my favorite one that impacted me the most, this is the one. Talk about this a lot. Theo is somebody that I grew up idolizing as a hockey player, actually in my hometown of Edmonton, Alberta, where I'm in right now, visiting my mom. We have a team called the Edmonton Oilers, if any of you don't know that. And we have a rivalry in Calgary, which is three hours away, called the Calgary Flames. And he was the, he was, I can't remember if he was the captain. I think he was at one point. But he's like five seven, short, and he's just got the heart of a fucking lion. And he would just always stick it to us. And he was just such a good player. And at that time, to be that small, I think he was five six seven, to be that small in the NHL in the nineties, you had to be an absolute fucking savage warrior because it was so crazy. You go and watch hockey in the nineties; it was nuts. And Theo was one of these guys that would just not take shit from anybody. He would work so hard. He would get greasy in the corners. He would score and then he'd stick it in your face once he scored. And he was a little guy, so he beat all odds. But what he also did was he had some very, very terrible stuff happen when he was younger. He was sexually abused by his coach. And he eventually came out and spoke about that, wrote a book called Playing With Fire and really opened up the doors to that world of like the vulnerability and sharing your truth about what's happened. And some other people came out. And back then it was kind of like a shocking thing, right? But now it's become more normal to speak out and be vulnerable about your story. And I really think it's great because it's given a lot of people the permission to do the same. And he came on the show. I was so excited. I got so pumped. I knew I didn't have to study anything about him. I knew it all. Like I read his book when I was going through a really dark time, but I really related. Um, And then eventually I remember when I first started the podcast, I was like, I got to get Theo Flurry on here. And then I did. And it was fucking awesome. And he's just such, he's a great guy. He was featured in the book. There's a section. I don't know if I'll be able to find it on trauma here. I'm reading. And I link his, his episode to it. And we talk about different forms of trauma and he's just, yeah, he's a big believer of, I think his quote was, you're, you're, you're as sick as your secrets. And it's so true. And that was one that really impacted me and helped me get clear with like how important it is to really share shit that is stuck with inside of us and to heal that stuff. And he's just an absolute warrior for doing that. That was episode number 140. And we re-release that as episode 360. So next one, Jack Canfield. Jack Canfield is the author of The Secret. He's also written many other books, Millionaire Success Principles, I think. And or hold on, let me just look that up. We might have The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. So Jack Canfield wrote The Secret. That's where we know him. You see him in the movie, The Secret. But he's also wrote those and Chicken Soup for the Soul, the series. Also with Mark Victor Hansen. He's been on the show too. But he wasn't listed in this, unfortunately. Great guy though. Jack Canfield was something that was really exciting for me. I was actually sent him in an email through, I think, Jeremy Slate, a buddy of mine who actually helped me start when I started podcasting, helped me get on some shows and build some confidence, gave me a lot of good tips. He introduced me. He said, hey, do you want to have Jack Canfield on the show? He's doing a book tour. And I think he was re-releasing this book that he had. It was going to be a workbook. And I said, yeah, of course, let's do it. And it was just great. And I I was, I remember thinking, shit, is, what's this guy going to be like? Is he going to be like a fucking, you know, know-it-all or... What's he going to be like? And the guy was the most sweet, nice, caring man ever. And we talked about all the things I wanted to ask about law of attraction and, you know, the, the usual things. And he just, we talked before and then we talked after for like an extra half an hour, 45 minutes. Amazing guy. I really enjoyed our conversation. That really showed me that that level of success that you can still be super humble and that your ego doesn't take over your life and think you're better than people. 
he was just such a great guy. And he's got like a wall background of library book. Or, uh, he's got a wall behind him full of books, his library. And I was like, that's, that's a well-read man. That's a knowledgeable man. He was just so kind. And that's one thing to remember, you guys, like no matter what success you get, always remember to be kind and humble. Always, no matter what. And that's uh, such a good rule to live by. So that was number 144. So next one. Festus Azili. Festus is an NBA champion. He, he played for the Golden State Warriors. An absolute amazing dude. He was a speaker in my summit. We just talked about his story coming from Nigeria, his knee and just his resilience and just keeping his, just going and going and just overcoming all odds and then making it to the NBA and just like losing a title one year and then coming back and winning it uh, again, winning it the next year. I think it was the next year. It's been a while since we had that conversation, but I was just like, holy shit, man, this guy is amazing. And he's such a nice, nice guy. Such a nice guy. You know, I've had two NBA players, him, I'll, I'll add, well, we'll talk about one at the end. Well, I'll, I'll wait till the end for the last one because he's included in this too. But Ronnie was such a nice guy and getting him, or sorry, not Ronnie, Festus was such a nice guy and getting him on the show and just going deep with him. And it really shows that professional athletes, what they have to do to get to the thing, most people aren't willing to do it. They don't just get given this. You got to keep going and going and going. And he did it. And I highly recommend checking out that episode because he's an amazing guy. And he's got a podcast called Rebuilding the Beast, which is really good also. So that's number 271. And you can find them at the University of Emerson Summit as well that we have on sale in on the website. The next one, Eric Godsey. Eric Godsey was on the show back in 2019, but then we had him on again for 340, number 340. I met Eric in the Fit for Service Fellowship. He's worked with Aubrey Marcus. And I'm, I, he's probably one of the most intelligent, articulate people on earth that I've ever heard speak about trauma, myths, dreams, psychology, all those things. I've learned so much from him. And he's got a great podcast called The Myths That Make Us. And I featured him in the book specifically when we did this recording, a masterclass on trauma. And it was so fucking powerful that if you want to know the depths of trauma and you want to go into it, I think we did a great job and he pretty much spoke the whole time. I teed up a couple of questions and that was it. And I took a lot of that and, you know, mixed it with my own stuff and my own knowledge and other people about trauma and we put it into the book and then we got a link to the podcast episode. So Eric is somebody that I highly recommend following. He's amazing. And I was blessed to have him on the show twice. Next one, Elizabeth April, number 197. She, if you guys follow her, she's incredible, but a lot different than some people that you would expect on the show. She's one of my favorite guests. She was abducted by aliens, whether you believe it or not. I love to listen to people's stories. She connects with the Galactic Federation, a different place, and she talks about what she was going through, and she did a, a live channeling online to the Galactic Federation during COVID, right on the episode. It was really great. Look, again, if you don't believe this stuff, that's fine. But I like to just be open to possibilities. And if somebody's telling me this stuff, I'm going to believe them until there's a reason not to. So I was open to it. It was really cool. She's lovely. She's got a great YouTube channel, tons of amazing followers. And she's just speaking her truth. And it was a really, really interesting episode. So I also loved it because she shared our social media clip to her platform. And we got a lot of, I got a lot of new followers from that. So really cool. That was number 197. Number 272, episode 272, Kyle Kingsbury. Kyle Kingsbury was a former MMA fighter. I think he had stints in the UFC. But he's just basically like this, like big teddy bear. He's like, looks like he's out of the gladiator movie, but he's like got biggest heart. And he's like what a true warrior is, you know? And He's been one of the, the best mentors I had in the fit for service community of Aubrey Marcus's community that has taught me about the awareness of plant medicine, psychedelics, introduced me to so many different books and just like our vessels in general. And he was in a, a very profound breathwork ceremony that I talked about in the book in Sedona, October, 2020, that I really discovered that warrior 
that I talk about in the book, Unlocking the Warrior, that came out during this breathwork ceremony. And he was right there. And I don't know if he'd even remember that, but it was so powerful for me. And he came on the podcast during COVID. And it was one of my favorite episodes, I think. And it was called A Roadmap for Chaotic Times. And it talks about all kinds of shit. You guys got to check that out. It's a really entertaining episode. And Kyle's a badass. So check that out. Number 272. Ben Newman. He's an inspirational speaker. The guy's just powerhouse. I don't know what else to say other than if you want to, he's one of the top speakers in the world on motivation and inspiration. And he's just a powerhouse. Like I you know there's some people that are just wired differently and he is. So if you want to learn about, you know, more about that, follow him, check it out. Episode number 227. We talked about 75 hard and I ended up doing it eventually myself and he was doing it and just an inspirational guy. So if you want to get really, really pumped up with a guy that's got a fucking huge following. He knows what he's talking about. He's connected to some big, big people. Go check that one out. Okay, we're getting to the end. We got number 328, David Meltzer. David Meltzer has been somebody that I've really admired online. He was the mentor of Dan Fleischman, one of our past guests. And, you know, he, what I really, I love his energy. I love the way, what he stands for. And it was a quick 15 minute interview, but it was still a really good one that I really enjoyed. He lost everything in 2008 and ended up, you know, rebuilding and he's massively successful now. The thing I like about him is he gives a lot, gives a lot of his time and just got a great nature about him. So I really enjoyed that. And I was like, yes, I wanted him on the show for a while and we did it. So big win for us. So that's David Meltzer, number 328, quick 15-minute episode. And then we have two more. Ronnie Turioff, number, episode number 68. Ronnie is an absolute beauty of a human. He played with Kobe Bryant. He played with LeBron James in Miami. He won an NBA championship with Miami Heat. And amazing guy. And we just, this was one of my first, this was number 68. And we just had so much fun jamming. I remember looking at the video that we created and I was in this, my old office and in the background, everything was so bad. It's like, I just have come so far since then. Not to say that like that, my office and how, the condo I had at the time was amazing, but just like what I was doing and like the look of things, it's like, oh shit, it's just funny. But that was such a great episode. And then Ronnie was one of the sponsors for the book during the crowdfunding campaign, really generous and He's, he's not, I don't know if he's that active on social media anymore, but he's, he's such a great guy and such a great player. So check that one out. One of the early days, number 68. And last but not least, we have Tim Story. Tim wasn't officially on the show, but he was one of the main speakers for a university adversity summit. It was a 30 minute segment where I asked, what does adversity mean to you? And then we kind of talked. So it was the same. I had Never got a chance to get a hold of him, get him booked. So I said, you know what? Let's just take that segment, put it in the podcast because he's amazing. And he was one of my favorite conversations. Told me I look like Russell Brand. Pretty funny. And he's like, he loved University of Adversity. He knew the name of it, University of Adversity Summit. And a really cool guy. Really enjoyed talking to him. And Phil, as you don't know, he's very well connected to Oprah and some other big names. Like he's a big name. He, speaks and trains some of the biggest names on earth so absolute honor and yeah if you want to check out university of the university summit i think we're selling it for 100 bucks it's got like all these badass people i think i interviewed 30 people that weekend and honestly that in itself is like pretty awesome and then i had like we had like individual mental adversity physical adversity financial i think there was five and we had like a discussion about it. So I had three people come in and then we had like a discussion and it was really cool. So I had some awesome people connected and yeah, you know, we made some impact, but it was, that was all launched for the University of Adversity Summit, which was for the book again, for Mastering Adversity. And uh, yeah, so if you haven't checked that out, feel free. So yeah, that, that was the, the 20 I wanted to rip through. Really memorable. There's obviously a lot of people that I've had of it, 400. And if I was to look at the list again, I could probably find 24 or 30 or whatever, 100. I was going to do top 100, but 
next time. Maybe when we do 500, I'll, I'll, I'll think of something, but really cool. Really. I'm just so grateful for this journey and yeah. Thank you everybody. So I want to give you a quick update. I've actually been at my mom's in Edmonton, Alberta for the last month, which has been so good. You know, a lot of, you know, I've been traveling around the world on and off for two years and been really good for my nervous system to kind of hunker down, get into a bit of a routine. And I've started to really work through stuff may not have, I may not have been really paying attention to before because I was traveling and always coming and going. And here it's been really nice to just get up, do my routine every single day and starting to get more clarity of like what I want to do and my purpose. You know, like I really want to go all in, in my, in my abilities to help people heal create, you know, we're working on a course that's going to come from, from, sorry, mastering adversity from my book. We're going to create a course. that's going to be the next step. So if you guys want to dive deeper into the book, we're going to have that. We haven't figured out the full layout yet, but that's the next step. And then I want to create a coaching program, you know, like I want to create something where we bring people together, community. And I've realized that it's that time. I just, I want to figure out what are the best tools I can learn to help people move through shit, get rid of those stories that we tell ourselves so that you can really start to build that confidence, resilience, and connect and remember your true potential that you all have. It's a remembering. It's an unlearning the bullshit to remember your greatness. That's really what it is. And I've been playing with that lately. Like it's the unlearning of the conditioning to clear that lens, that's that, that foggy lens in front of us. And while doing that, we clear that path to our intuition, to our heart, to our soul that is speaking to us. And that's always been there our entire life. And when we start to do that work and heal those stories, that message gets clearer. We can feel it better. We can tap into that and decide whether our decisions are coming from our heart or our ego, which is comprised of stories and influence of all these different people. And the more work we do and heal these traumas and these stories that we tell ourselves, the closer that we're going to get to actually having the clarity in our path forward and to ourselves. So that's what I'm going to be doing. I, I want to get into learning energetics, like learning somatic breath work and potentially hypnotherapy and RTT, rapid transformation therapy. There's a lot of things that I've been really thinking about lately that I want to add to my tool belt for you, for you guys that listen to this, like what's the next step after this podcast? Where do we go? How do we keep connected? And that's what I'm working on. And that's what I've felt I've been holding back on for some reason. And now I feel like that's the next step. So stay tuned for that. It's, it's exciting stuff, right? And, you know, we're still promoting this book. If you haven't got a copy of Mastering Adversity and you want to dive into more of the stuff I talk about, that's the best way to do it, right? It's the best way. Or, you guys, if you, you don't have a budget or anything, the, the, the one thing I'll just ask for the content that we have or anything is just go to Apple, leave us a five-star review. That's what I, if, if at the very least, or if you can do both, whatever, but I really appreciate it if you could leave us a review on Apple. It helps. And, you know, if you listen to Spotify, hit the stars on there. Give us a five-star. It really, really helps. And I really appreciate it. So that's the update now. Not sure what the next move is yet. I'm loving just sort of being here. I haven't been at home with my mom and been in my hometown for Christmas in 22 years. So I'm just embracing all of it. I'm just so grateful to be here. I'm grateful for all of you. And hopefully I got everything I wanted to, to say. Yeah, I just want to say thanks to everybody. And again, this all started from me following my intuition. And all this stuff came from that. If I listened to the voices in my head, I wouldn't have ever done it. And I want to give you some takeaway advice today. Listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. Do less thinking and do more feeling into what it is actually that you want to do. If you want to start a podcast, ask yourself why. How do you feel in your body that comes up? What do you really want to do with your mission and your purpose and your life? Really. Get clear on what lights you up. How do you feel? Because I personally believe that when we follow the things that are the closest things to our heart, to our intuition, to our soul, that is going to be what takes us 
and helps us reveal and remember that potential that we've always had and be able to strive to become that best version of ourselves, right? That's always been there. And the more we do these things, the clearer things get, the closer we get to that unlimiting potential, right? I believe we have this potential that's so high, but most people will never even get close to it. So why not figure out how can I get closest to that potential? How can I tap into myself the best way possible so that I can really feel in and tap into what I'm supposed to do and get the messages and the feeling? The Because it shows up in a feeling. It shows up in an inspired action. Then how do I take that inspired action and implement it into daily practices and daily habits? When you combine the woo-woo stuff, sorry, I'm going to get on the woo-woo stuff, and you combine that with the application and the daily practices, you'll be unstoppable. And that's the goal is to help you tap into that warrior, that true warrior that comes from a place of love, that comes from that real deep desire to create something meaningful something that feels good, patient, and doing the things that you know are going to be long-term things that are going to make massive impact versus short-term gratification, right? These short-term things that you see people doing that are they're willing to wreck their brand and they're willing to wreck their reputation for, right? It's better to think about big picture, big thinking, and the daily steps that you need to do to get there how do we tap in to get that messaging, that feeling, those impulses, and how do we act on them on a daily basis and figure out what formula, what routine, what things are going to help you make sure that you do those things every day so that you get to where you want to go. All right. Much love, everybody. Thank you for your support. It's a long episode for a solo. Can't speak anymore, but that's 400. I really appreciate all of you. And again, please subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. We need some love on YouTube. Love, go to YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We were so behind on that. I want to hit a thousand subscribers. For the longest time, I never sent anybody there. And now it's like, let's let's build this YouTube. I want to focus on high quality content so that this YouTube can grow. All right. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Much love. Pitch next time.